This is the evening edition of the Daily Podcast Practice Show for Wednesday, February 16th of 2022. I'm your host, Rich Grimshaw, putting the P in podcasting through relentless daily practice, kicking it into high gear on my road to making podcasting history. It's good to be here practicing my podcasting skills, and I want to thank you for being here with me. I'm on this journey to complete 365 consecutive daily podcast episodes. This is a journey that I began 361 days ago. That's nearly a year, February 20th, 2021. You can find each of the individually wrapped, environmentally friendly, ethically sourced, and 100% sustainable podcast episodes at the website dailypodcastpractice.com. For the Lunitalians, we have a full moon tonight. A full moon. And here in Cummins, Georgia, it is beautiful. I can only wish that it's as beautiful for you wherever you are. Go outside, please, and have a look at it. Tonight, tomorrow night, it's gorgeous. I don't know how this came about in my life, but I now eat a handful of almonds every day, and I have for a long time, several years. And to my wife, Jan, thank you for keeping an eye on that bag of almonds in the fridge and buying a backup whenever it gets low. You know, the Food and Drug Administration, that would be the FDA, of the United States of America, claims or states that a serving of one and a half ounces of almonds every day reduces the risk of heart disease. And that's good, right? I mean, it's better than eating a box of Cracker Jacks. And so today, I celebrate with the world... National Almond Day, because I love me some almonds. And to my friend, Simple Joe in Cincinnati, Ohio, I say that I even like them in chocolate bars. So, Joe, next time someone gives you a Hershey's Almond Bar that you don't want, you just put it in a box and send it on down to Georgia. We'll take care of it for you, okay? I have no idea of how or why today is the day we celebrate the almond, the lowly almond, or maybe the elevated almond, but that ain't going to stop me. Happy National Almond Day, y'all. On this day in 1894, that was a while back, Rudolf Diesel's first working diesel engine ran for one minute. I guess that's a long time. I know I celebrate when, when a troublesome engine fires up and keeps going for a little bit. Rudy had been working on this for a while. I can't really tell from the information that I have at hand, but I know that in 1893, that was the year previous, he had published a treatise that was called The Theory and Construction of a Rational Heat Engine to Replace the Steam Engine and the Combustion Engines Known Today. Typical long-winded engineering title. But he'd been working on this idea since at least early 1892, maybe before that. And this was the basis for his development of the engine that would bear his name, the diesel engine. The first, quote, successful, unquote, diesel engine motor was officially tested several years later, 1897, and is now on display at the German Technical Museum in 
German Technical Museum in Munich, Germany. And I know that we have this stereotypical image of diesel engines as being kind of smoky and dirty and smelly, but I promise you the modern diesel engines are not, and they're engineered over in Germany. They're very efficient and clean engines, but they still use fossil fuels, okay? They're, they're, not, they're not clean. They're not electric. I don't know what's going to happen to them, but they're they're good engines, and they started with Rudolf Diesel, so good for you, Rudy. Born on this day in 1987 in Atlanta, Georgia, American documentary film producer, investigative journalist, and Democratic senator from the great state of Georgia, Mr. John Ossoff, O-S-S-O-F-F. Since he's a senator, I should probably give him uh, something other than Mr. John Ossoff. Maybe the right honorable John? No, that's a judge. I guess just senator. Senator John Ossoff. Johnny, Johnny's only 35 years old, and he's a United States senator. I'd say he's got quite the life ahead of him, and I pray that he uses his opportunities for the common good. As of today, I believe that he will, and that's why I voted for him. Also born on this day in 1935 in Detroit, Michigan, American musician, vocalist, songwriter, actor, and politician, Salvatore Bono, otherwise known as Sonny Bono. The Sonny in Sonny and Cher. <laughs> Sonny decided early in his life that he was going to be a part of, of the music business. And he began writing songs when he was just a teenager. He wrote a song called Coco Joe, which I don't think I've ever heard, when he was 16. And it was recorded by some duo called Don and Dewey. God bless him. And then it was later covered by the Righteous Brothers. Now, I know the Righteous Brothers, and, and they don't do bad stuff, so probably had something to it. Sonny did not graduate high school. No, he didn't. He dropped out because he wanted to write songs and perform. So that's what he did, which meant he got to support himself in various ways, including being a waiter, a truck driver, construction laborer, and a butcher's helper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the music business. You make it any way you can while you're trying to break through. Well, Sonny had a good run in the music business after he broke through. And then he turned to politics and did pretty well there. And then he went skiing. On January 5, 1998, he was skiing and he hit a tree at the Heavenly, <laughs> Heavenly Mountain Resort. Oh, that is, that is so, I don't know, uh, ironic. <laughs> he hit a tree at the Heavenly Mountain Resort in South Lake Tahoe, California, and, and the tree won. Sonny died. He died from his injuries. Oh, Sonny, I grew up listening to your music, and I I grew up reading stories about your escapades, and you were a part of my life, and I, I wish you a happy birthday. Let's end this with a thought from Sonny Bono, which is, people have said to me, you can't write songs. You can't play an instrument. But, you know, I've got 10 gold records. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? You know, Sonny just kept his eyes on the prize. 
just kept going at it and didn't let other people's opinions get in his way. That's a good, that's a good model to follow. And that's all for today. I'll be back tomorrow, but we have just four more episodes to go. Let's wrap this one up and stick a fork in it because it's done. I'm Rich Grimshaw, and you are invited to join me again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.